Well, Stig, one rivalry game in the books for the Jackrabbit football team and another one coming up. And we talked so much about the USD rivalry a week ago. I want to get your thoughts on North Dakota State. And I feel like we've talked ad nauseum, you and I, over the years about how the NDSU rivalry started and going out to the border and being a part of all of that. But beyond that, though, what I think is interesting is I found out earlier today from Amanda Mack, who appeared on our show, that there was actually a bet going into that first NDSU-SDSU game between the student body presidents that whoever won, the loser had to unveil boxers that had the opposing school on it. I did not know this existed until Amanda sent the pictures a little while ago. Well, that wasn't part of our game plan, so I, I didn't know that either. But I, I think, it, you know, you, you mentioned the meeting at the border. Every time this week comes up, I think about that. I, seriously, that was an emotional time. Uh, I think for a lot of us it was uh, a, a scary time, an unknown time. There was no conference. There were two teams that said, we're going to do this. And like so many people have said since then, what's happened has been amazing. When we talk this NDSU rivalry, what I think is amazing right now is that there are people, not only the fan base, there are people in the media on both sides asking, is SDSU going to overlook NDSU? That's actually come up multiple times. That is, I can't fathom that. No, uh, you know, I, I'm not in the locker room, I'm not in the meeting room, but I guarantee you they're not going to overlook North Coast State. And, and I know Jimmy, like our, our program has always done, approaches every week. Uh, kind of even keel. We got to get this done, and, and uh, there'll be plenty of energy. Uh, you know, this week uh, there has been plenty of energy this week to getting ready for this game. What I love about the rivalries, and the NDSU one is a great example of that, is how many kids were recruited by NDSU that ended up at SDSU, or recruited by SDSU that ended up at NDSU, or the high school teammates who are playing against each other, and everybody points out Cam Miller and Adam Bach, but there's a lot of examples of that. And you got a lot of kids that played basketball against one another, or were on the same traveling team for baseball or whatever. There are so many of those connections in a game like this. Uh, there are, and, and uh, I think uh, to be a little arrogant about this this deal, and those guys we're talking about are the cream of the crop of FCS players yeah. in the region. And so we battle, we win some, uh, they win some, have won some. And honestly, one of my uh, most enjoyable uh, opportunities at the end of a game was to go visit with the guys that yeah. we didn't get, you know, the Carson Wentz, the, mm -hmm. the, the Zabel, the, the, you know, all those guys. And, and a great young man, and, you know, again, it leads to a great rivalry. This will be a fun game for everybody to take part in, sellout crowd of over 19,000, and yet you will not be in attendance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I said uh, when I retired, when we retired, when Lori and I retired, that she was going to be first and family was going to be first. And, and uh, Elizabeth and Sung Han, the th three grandkids, are going to take us on a Disney cruise. What the, 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 the storyline really is this. They needed another room so they get one of their kids on free. And so we were the ones that got the call. But it'll be so fun, and I'll, I'll be able to follow the game. And uh, really looking forward to it. Now, this will be another event that is something you haven't typically done. Earlier this week, you got a great opportunity to do something that, where I know it's near and dear to your heart, you typically haven't been able to do in the fall. Yeah, I got to go pheasant hunting with my brother Jerry and, and uh, another relative and a couple of their friends. And really, uh, you know, like I said earlier, it was like being a little kid. I mean, I grew up with my dad working beside him, hunting and fishing with him and our family. That was our life. That was all we did. 
And uh, so to go back and do that after decades of not being able to do that was really special. And then just God's gift to to nature and how beautiful this world is. And when you're out there hunting, you really get a taste of that. All right. Hunting, fishing is one more uh, higher up on the chain for you than the other? Well, um, you know, I'll be honest with you. I took up golf so I didn't have to go fishing every day with my father and, and mom. And, and uh, it's because, it, you know, we either farmed or we hunted and fished. And when you couldn't hunt, which is a huge part of the year, we yeah. went fishing. And so I'm not sure why I picked golf, but I knew I could get out of some fishing if I chose that. But, but you know what? I'd give whatever to be able to have the kind of walleye fishing we had when I was a kid. Traditional fishing or ice fishing? Both. Yeah, both. And I make the, I make the comment that my, my mom, we had three boys in the family, and so she really did everything with us. And when the bobber went down ice fishing, she'd elbow you on the way out the door so she could get to it. So it was an it was a intense type of fishing. And then, of course, you're cooking what you catch. Always, yeah, always. It, uh, uh, when people came to our house, special guests, if you will, they either got pheasant or they got walleye. They, we didn't dig out the beef because we felt that was more of a delicacy. All right. How about uh, from a hunting standpoint, is it just pheasant? Are we doing deer or anything else? Or? I, I do have a couple deer licenses uh, back for back at home and uh, not, not, it's, you know, again, I don't think you grew up hunting. It's a totally different type of an experience, but, uh, based on pheasant hunting and the deer jumping all over the place, it should be, it should be decent hunting. I've had a number of people say, how could you grow up in Pierre and not be an avid hunter and fisher? That just blows people's minds. Well, that might, I think I've told you, my dad said if you were a hunter and fisher and you wanted to live in heaven, it would be Pierre, Pierre South Dakota. So we couldn't live there, but he recognized the kind of uh, outdoors people have down there. I could argue it still was, even though I wasn't hunting and fishing, but nevertheless. Uh, so now that we're into the teeth of this season now, and we had talked so much, what's the first game going to be like, or what's this for... Now that you've been out of it as far as coaching is concerned, what has this fall been like for you? Well, you know, it's still uh, game day. You wake up and you have a a unique feeling. You have that as a coach. You have that as a retired coach. Uh, Keith Malum has texted me, go Jacks, uh, 27 years in a row game day, which is a really cool tradition. And he's kept it up since I've retired. I, 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 I text him back. Uh, it's, it's getting easier to, uh, and I shouldn't say it was hard. The emotions are, are leveling off because I, I, I love those players. And there'll be a day when I don't know the players, and it'll be totally different. But I, um, last week I saw a, a number of them over at the facility, and just is, uh, they are what make the program. You've also had a chance now to settle into your new role with the SDSU Foundation under Steve Erpenbach and Keith Malum, of course. They're the two key figures guiding everything over there. So a few weeks into it, what has surprised you or what have you been impressed by by being inside the foundation? Well, I, I don't know about surprise because I didn't have an idea what it would be like. I am, I am very impressed, or uh, I'm going to use the term amazed, by the culture they have. And we have a great culture in the athletic department. Uh, they have a great culture. And the number of people they have in that same building that, that are all uh, going the same direction, Steve, Steve Erpenbach's direction, uh, his leadership is really, really special. He's, he's a, got a real gift of leading. And uh, just, just amazed at the talent that's over there. And so I can't wait to get more and more involved. All right, let's talk a little bit about this football game before I let you go. 
when you went to that spot on the border in 2004 and tried to create something out of nothing, essentially. Now it's not only the preeminent rivalry in the FCS, but a sellout crowd could be a stadium record. We'll see how it all pans out. Do you ever think back and go, this really ha- This is the 20th time that a coat of marker is going to be on the line? I don't think back and say, uh, uh, could this have happened? What I do is I think, and, and I think of how special it's become. You know, and, and I, th- I think it's, it's uh, uh, honest to say part of our elevation as a program has been that rivalry and the right up the road and right down the road, the, the competition in recruiting like we talked about, um, on the field, in the playoffs, the rankings and so on. And so, and, 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 I, and uh, I just uh, got a lot of respect for the program. Jimmy Rogers made a remark to me during our Monday night radio show that I thought was interesting. And it's something that doesn't come as a surprise. I'm sure NDSU coaches would say it as well. But just hearing him say it on the radio, just being upfront and honest about it, he said, this program, referring to North Dakota State, this program made me a better coach. It did. Yeah, it did. It made all of us a better coach. It made us better recruiters. Um, you know, again, you give credit where credit is due. I mean, what they did in FCS football and Division II football – uh, will not be repeated unless we do it. And, and I think we're poised to, to do some of those types of things. But, uh, there, you know, I, years ago I coached at Wisconsin and Abe Sponberg was the AD. So this was 37 years ago, mm-hmm. if my math is right. And, and I talked to him about North Dakota State football, and he said there's a system up there that you need, need, need to maintain and you will have success. And that's what they've perfected and, and uh, made us all better coaches. Okay, so the Disney Cruise. How many pictures will we see with the Mickey Mouse ears, and who are you most looking forward to meeting on this cruise? I don't know uh, Disney characters. Other Come than on. Maybe, well, no, I, I, uh, let's uh, – Frozen. Who isn't Frozen? Elsa. Anna. Elsa, okay, I'll you get those two. Because I watched Frozen with uh, – with uh, Henry, our other grandson, and, and uh, it was a mistake because evidently he had been addicted to that, so it re- <laughs> rekindled the addiction. So what I'm looking forward to is seeing the joy. Like I see the joy in our players' faces, yeah. the joy in our grandkids' faces and their parents' faces. And what an honor, what a blessing it is to be able to go along. It'll be really cool, and just for the record, it's not exclusive to Henry because every morning we have to have the frozen plate through the dishwasher so we can have hash browns on it again in the morning in our house, Coach. Well, I'm glad you've uh, got some addictions in your family, too. That's good. But I want to go back to North Dakota State, and, and uh, not to change the subject, but, you know, Matt Entz uh, is a good friend of mine, and they, they become real friends when you quit coaching, when you get out of coaching. And uh, what a professional guy, and I know there's some pressure on him, and and uh, I know it'll be a great game and have his team prepared. But uh, I texted him after the second loss this year and said, hang in there. And he was very respectful and, and appreciative. So I look forward to a great game on Saturday. And I guess the overall takeaway from our weekly conversations is if you want to know how well liked you are, just retire from coaching. Well, you become a different person is what you do. <laughs> we, we talked about that with some other coaches. But it's an interesting deal. And Hopefully I wasn't like that. Hopefully I didn't treat people differently when they got out of coaching. But it's, it's very competitive. And, and, again, I've said it so many times, what a blessing it is to put coach on your shirt.